for anybody who thinks that I was too nice or too soft or whatever, because I know somebody's going to comment on this. All they, just, have to read it, all they have to do is just read your articles about me before. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erica, and this week we have a very special guest, Greg Fergus, MP from Elmer. Hall uh, Elmer. Hall Elmer, actually. Hall Elmer. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody's going to be like, it's Hall. <laughs> it's Hall Elmer. Exactly. <laughs> so Welcome. Thank Welcome. you. I, I'm really happy to be here. Well, uh, I, I'm happy I'm, to I'm have you here. I'm a little sort here. of fanboy here because you know oh, I, I read your I read your columns. I follow you on on social media. Although I've tried to cut down yeah. my social media in, in the yeah. new year. I but, saw uh, you in the Twitter space briefly. I yeah, this week. Yeah. Well, this is it. This week, I have to admit, uh, you know the, the 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 events of the week have sort of forced me back onto uh, social media a little bit. But uh, I, I really liked it for that month that I was off. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know the feeling. <laughs> so let's start with um, I, I when I think about the Parliamentary Black Caucus, I think of it as your baby, basically. Oh, no. And and now 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 I'm not saying that you are the only one. I'm just yeah. saying that for a lot of um especially when it came to the uh, the George Floyd, the post-George Floyd um, recommendations for tackling systemic racism in Canada. I think of, for some reason, I think of you, even though um, there are many members that are, and it's a nonpartisan type of group. Yeah. So why don't you talk to us about the Parliamentary Black Caucus, what it does, what it's supposed to do, and how it feeds into the process. Yeah. And then we could talk about some of the things that that you guys have put out. And when I, so let me put it to you this way. When I saw those points post-George Floyd, to tackle systemic racism, I said, okay, this is a good sort of canopy, chapeau, ah, of, <laughs> of, of issues that we need to tackle in different areas. Yeah. And to me, it was, it was, it was a guiding, it was a guiding sort of document. Yeah. And, and, and I think very much for the reason that it was a guiding document and it, it was a wide, you know, palette in which you know of, of, of initiatives that we could have that's the reason why i'd say like please don't think that this is uh, my baby uh, it was very much uh, a, a team effort um mm -hmm. rosemary moody senator rosemary moody uh, uh matthew green uh from hamilton center and myself yeah. were mandated to put pen to paper right and uh, and we did uh, as a group now i i, I took a the initial first draft but it was it would not have been anywhere as good if it hadn't been uh certainly for uh senator moody and and matt for uh for really uh, adding so much and it drew upon all of our different experiences mm -hmm. right and all of our different 
realities uh, of being black people, of being black leaders, of being in touch with different black communities across the country. So that's the reason why I, I just got to say this was not uh, the work of, of one person. Uh, mm. This really reflected Parliamentary Black Caucus. So who are the members of Parliamentary Black Caucus? Here I have um, Senator Wanda Thomas, Senator right Marie Francoise, Meiji. Uh, she's a uh, Haitian Canadian doctor out of Montreal, sits in the Senate. Fabulous. Um, yeah, she is. Um, we have uh, Amina Gerba, uh, who is also another uh, uh, Black senator from, from Montreal. Uh, we have, uh, you know, of course, I'm going to get into trouble now that I'm going to forget somebody's names. Emmanuel uh, Dubois. Bernard, Senator mm -hmm. Moody, uh, Senator uh, Bernadette Clément, okay. uh, uh, who uh, our former mayor of, uh, of Cornwall, first black woman to be elected yes! as, as mayor of a city. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's great. We were actually old friends of, of 10 years, uh, and she's just a wonderful, just an, 12, geez, 13 years. <laughs> Getting old. Uh, and she is just a, a just an amazing person. I know I'm going to be forgetting folks on the house side. Mm -hmm. um, of course, uh, we have uh, Emmanuel Dubourg from, mm -hmm. from Montreal. You have myself. Uh, you have uh, uh, Ahmed Hussein uh, from, from Toronto, Marcy Ian from Toronto, Ariel uh, Kayabaga uh, from London. Uh, London West. Right. Incredible um, city councillor. Wait a minute. Wasn't she the first black city councillor in London? Damn right. Okay. And not only that, she uh, she really spoke out on yes. many key issues. Yes. Uh, not not to the not to the delight of some of her colleagues, uh, yes. but she did it nonetheless. Yes, and I remember so that. She, yeah, mm -hmm. she's an exceptional uh, member of parliament. Um, Michael Cotto, uh, also from Toronto, Don Valley East, former minister. Right. Yep. In the provincial government, and uh, and uh, just again another exceptional person, and uh, the dean of the house uh, from the liberal side of things is uh, Dr. Uh, Hetty Fry from Vancouver right. Center. Right. So those are all the members. And how does uh, the parliamentary Black Caucus work in terms of uh, how it feeds into uh, policy? So yeah. So it it, it, it works. It's, a, it's an art more than a science. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, so what we do at Parliamentary Black Caucus, uh, I like to think is that we try to, again, uh, reflect our, each of our different networks uh, into Black communities. And we actively try to uh, solicit information from Black communities. We come up with ideas and we put it all into the pot. So there's a big generalist. Now there's something also called the Liberal Black Caucus. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I chair that, and, and that is made up of more than just uh, members of parliament. It's made up of staff, black staffers. Uh, oh, that's black interesting. Li black liberal staffers. I think that's our secret sauce. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Uh, to, to really making it work. So what often at times is that we, you know, see the priorities identified by PBC. And mm -hmm. of course we have our own priorities. And then we try to figure out and work the system in some way to try to make these things come to light. Uh, so that's why I say it's more than an art than a science. Um, you know, it, it's not, a, it, there's no direct hard 
uh, uh, solid lines, but a whole bunch of dotted lines mm -hmm. uh, that we have uh, in terms of, you know, from our ideas to making them into government policy. And I, speaking of which, I am looking at um, an article that um, it was the Parliamentary Black Caucus that said crowdfunding platforms should be added to the list of entities required to report larger suspicious transactions to Canada's Financial Intelligence Unit. That came out long before, yeah. Yeah, before, before uh, Monday. Because yep. this this was written it came last out, it came week. out two weeks ago, three weeks or, ago now. Yeah. So, so obviously you do have some sort of influence. Again, I I, I think what not you is, as in you personally. Yeah. No, no, no. But I hear you, you as the yeah, parliamentary I, black caucus. I, I, this is why I'm really really pleased about what we do in parliamentary black caucus. Again, you know the, that latest declaration of three weeks ago was born uh, from this convoy. Mm -hmm. And born of the coverage of this convoy. Okay, tell me I think, about that. I think people like me, like you, uh, we saw where this was coming from. Yes. And the coverage I found and the, the general narrative of the story was that these are folks who, who are coming in uh, to be concerned about the vaccine mandates. And I'm certain there were many, many, many people who did have those concerns. Mm -hmm. But we saw who the organizers, organizers were. Thank you. And it was like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> you know, and I'm going to be very specific, you know, if it was Chris Barber or if it was Tamara Lish or, or, or Ben Deiter or James Bowder, mm -hmm. these folks all have links to white supremacist groups. Right. To Canada first, to uh, I, can't, I can't even remember all the names that they that that they all have, but these folks, <laughs> I'm not part of their Canada, right? Uh, and so I was alarmed by uh, seeing them come forward, and and how is it that no one's putting connecting the dots on this? I don't have any problem with somebody who has a legitimate beef. Uh, with government policy no one you know there's no unanimity in Canada <laughs> ever. Mm -hmm. don't expect it um and I don't have any problems I've organized protests on the hill mm -hmm. you know uh, I've taken part in many more protests on the hill that's normal but what these folks are bad news yeah these organizers are really bad news and it just it it, it bothered me to no end and then I'll tell you how this came about was, you know, you discover that your, your address is, is uh, circulating on these websites uh, and, and social media networks of these extremist groups. You get a little, you get a little scared. And on that note, thank you, Greg, for coming. It's a pleasure. All right, everybody. <laughs> I will see you later. You want to say bye to our audience, Greg? Thank you very much, folks, and uh, keep the faith because we got to keep going. Yeah, no, this is this is something we can't. This is the thing. Even if you think something's not going to go the way you want it to, you can't afford not to fight. There's a lot of double negatives in there. I apologize. But you guys know <laughs> what I'm saying. All right. Bye, Greg. Be good. Thanks, Erica. Bye, bye, bye. Bad and
Thank you.